Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever WrestleTalk is and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell and I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Hi Pete, what happened to your face? Yeah, yeah, Quizzlemania, eyebrowless, you know the deal. Spoke about it with uh, Adam on the NXT podcast as well, but yeah, I don't have any eyebrows anymore. It sucks. Um, we'll be talking probably about that and some other stuff in the outro of the show. But for now, let's get into talking about SmackDown, what you came here for, uh, where we're going to be talking about why we think AJ Styles should win the Intercontinental Championship. Here's the show. And let's talk about this Intercontinental Championship tournament because we mm. got news last week that Sami Zayn was being stripped of the IC title despite, you know, zero consequences for not working and all that stuff. There's been a lot more detail dived into it on yesterday's WrestleTalk podcast and in the news as well today. Um, so if you want more details on, you know, heat surrounding Sami Zayn and things like that, go check those out. Um, but uh, they have announced that there's going to be an Intercontinental Championship tournament uh, on SmackDown to crown a new IC champion and the brackets were revealed on this episode and we had two of the first matches well I'm going to throw the brackets up on the screen here and uh, we can see that we've got Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak in a first round match we've got Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus we've got Elias versus King Corbin and we've got Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles now that is a match that's just come out of absolutely nowhere um, but the the reasoning they gave on the show was actually pretty cool because they've obviously got the cross-brand invitational thing going on. So AJ can come over from Raw to uh, be part of this tournament. And they said that it's the one title that AJ, that's avoided AJ Styles apart from the Universal Championship and the Tag Team Championships and the NXT Championship and, you know, the North American Championship and all the other championships. The one that title, not, Pete. The one title that keeps avoiding them. him. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if it's giving us AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, I don't really care. Um, yeah, because that, that feud worked so well in the past. 
you know what? I'm really disappointed. They've got a second chance here to do it right. So mm. please do it. Um, but uh, what I think should actually happen is AJ Styles should win the tournament. He should win the Intercontinental Championship. Now that he's not got uh, Gallows and Anderson by his side and the OC is done with, I think he should actively try and kind of distance him, distance himself from the Undertaker, kind of continuing that, you know, scared of the Undertaker thing he's got. Win the IC title, come over to SmackDown, be an actual SmackDown star, and he can engage in some really interesting feuds. There's things waiting for him, like Daniel Bryan. Yes, please. So much yes out of that. Um, yes. But I, I think he should definitely win this tournament. I think he should beat Shinsuke, whether that's due to some sort of, you know, shenanigans, whether Shinsuke is continuing a feud with whoever they've been feuding with. Strowman? Brian. Brian? Anyone who isn't a heel. Yeah, pretty much. Um, whether there's some sort of distraction or whatever, maybe Undertaker comes back and tries to cost Styles and Styles wins. I don't know. Either way, Styles should beat Shinsuke. And I think he should go on. Uh, he should beat Elias in the next round. Spoilers, Elias beat Corbett in this show. And then he should beat Daniel Bryan in the final. And he should bloody win. Because Daniel Bryan is the one who beat AJ Styles for the WWE Championship and turned it into the hemp belt when he was doing his heel run. I think it would be perfect symmetry if AJ then beat Daniel Bryan to win the IC title here. I think it would be great. So, I agree. I do think AJ should win. I don't think he's going to win. Um, I think it would be now that they are redoing the whole wildcard rule or whatever they're calling it, the invitational monkey wrench. It's, um, the, it's the cross brand wildcard invitational wildcard rule. Brand. Okay. Yeah. So if they're going to do that, they might as well dive headfirst into it. So having someone like AJ Styles move over to SmackDown, maybe not full time, but kind of he appears on the show a lot because if he's going to be the champion, he'll need to be on the show. I think that's, Obviously, one of the things people pointed out about Sami Zayn is that, yes, he couldn't compete, but, I mean, you've had champions like Brock Lesnar in the past who hasn't appeared for months at a time. You had uh, Andrade who was suspended for a month. They couldn't compete, but you didn't strip them of the championship. Um, so I think they want they want a champion who's going to be appearing all the time. The only issue with it, with Styles winning, would there be that at some point in this, you're going to have to have Jeff Hardy or Sheamus lose? And the whole thing they've been building on the show is that they're going to have this big blow-off feud between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. So I just feel like they've put themselves into a bit of a corner with this um, because at some point, someone is going to have to lose out of those two. And because they're facing each other in the first round, I think they've jumped the gun already. Um, I don't think it's a particularly well thought up tournament bracket. Um, like, no, oh, not really. This is random. Um, mm. And then you're putting two people who are feuding against each other and then two best friends. Uh, I mean, you could have had Cesaro in it, for example. Um, yeah, I mean, the fact that Cesaro's not in it already was kind of a red flag for me. I looked at all the competitors and I was like, where's Cesaro? He should definitely be in this tournament. Yeah. But then I saw AJ Styles versus Shinsuke and I kind of forgot about it. But I guess if you're if you're Cesaro, you're probably just thinking, you know, you, you can't be eliminated from the IC tournament if you're not in it. Exactly. Great yeah. meme, Pete. Yeah. Thanks, oh, you're, so, you're so modern. Mm, um, thanks, but yeah, 
I, I do think AJ Styles should win it. As you said, now that he's not got Gallows and Anderson, he needs something to make him kind of seem like one of the top guys. Again, obviously, he, everyone knows he's a top guy, but having that kind of just a piece of metal around your, your waist makes it all the better. And I do think mm. it works better on a heel at the moment. Um, and for him to be like, oh, I came over from Raw. I'm proving that Raw is a superior brand. I've come over. I've beat you all. But I think Daniel Bryan's going to lose to whoever wins Jeff Hardy against Sheamus um, because I think they're going to be pushing either one of those two or perhaps, let's say, Jeff Hardy beat Sheamus in the first round, then Sheamus could interfere in the next match. Um, That is exactly what I was going to say next. And I think my AJ versus Bryan thing is still going to happen because I think mm. Bryan is going to be facing... I think Jeff Hardy in the next round, they'll have a very sportsman-like really good match, but then Sheamus will come in. He'll cause a distraction. Maybe Brian won't know about the distraction. He'll be down and then Sheamus will come in and, you know, bro kick Hardy on the outside or something. Hmm. And then Brian will, you know, unknowing of what happened, he'll get the pin on Hardy or he'll, he'll tap him out or whatever. Brian will still go on to the final and they continue the Jeff Hardy Sheamus feud. Alternate one is Jeff Hardy just wins the tournament. Which I think is totally possible. Or Seamus comes in just and just punches Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan gets the DQ win. Is like, oh, I'm so sorry, Jeff. I didn't mm. know that was going to happen. Um, yeah, that's also possible. But yeah, I mean, of all the people who are left, I can see them all winning apart from Elias. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura, I don't think he's going to win. Because um, mm. I think, why would you bring Styles over just to lose? So, it's, for the, it's for the hype it's for like hey guys remember this thing that you really liked here's here it is but rubbish and then they're, and they're both heels so it doesn't make yeah. sense for like shinsuke to try and sort uh, we'll, of use we'll use get the on Undertaker. to heels facing heels later in the show but, mm, yeah. but um yeah i think the best the best outcome is aj styles to win aj styles mm-hmm. to lord it over the whole smackdown division and then for someone to rise up against him uh, one, I don't know, maybe the whoever the hacker's going to be or a mm. returning Shorty G or, or something like that. Because I can Gross. imagine like Shorty G having amazing matches with oh, AJ yeah. or That'll Ali awesome having amazing match. matches with AJ um, or CM Punk because the hacker CM Punk having ama- amazing matches with AJ. So, yeah. And SmackDown is in need of things that aren't Dana Brooke versus Naomi for two minutes. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we can dream. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. I think AJ should win the tournament. I think Jeff Hardy is probably going to, just because he's, you know, he's rumored for a big push in the company. I think it makes sense to have a heel mid card champion while you've got Braun Strowman as the babyface top champ, and you've mm. got a babyface Money in the Bank winner as well. I think it makes sense to have a a heel mid card champion right now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We now need to say thank you to some very special people. And those are our $25 and above pledge hammers on Patreon. You can go over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page uh, and get a whole bunch of bonus content, uh, depending on what tier you pledge at. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets read out much on a show just like this one. So thank you to Mr. Rockwell. Oh, Mr. Rockwell. Soaring high, wrestling on weed. Woo! Thank you very much. The Vision, Adonis. Oh, yes. Thank you. Joseph Starsky and McCutcheon. Yeah, thank you. That's a laboured one. Sean of the Dead Peril. Oh, lovely. Former star athlete and now head coach, Lendell Brentson. Woo! Thank you. The baddest boy, Joey Gianella. Oh, nice. Thank you. The monster among patrons, Brian Stromer. Oh, yes. Apt. Just incredible, Edel Height. Oh, he Woo. is just incredible. The real boss, Matt Robinson. Very real, very real. Uh, they drew first blood, not me, Grace Rambo. Oh, and Great finally, man. the long con, Josh Conley. Woo, yes, thank you. Thank you very much to all our pledge hammers. Let's get into talking about the rest of the show, uh, which started off with uh, Ms. TV with uh, Otis as their special guest. And Ms. and Morrison kind of just ran down Otis, uh, called him fat a bunch of times and just said that he's not respecting the briefcase because Ms. used the briefcase to you know, elevate himself into superstardom and Otis there using it as a lunchbox and all that stuff. But, and then they demanded a tag match for later in the night. But don't just believe their word for saying Otis is fat because the chair broke 
just to prove Otis is fat. And yes, in, exactly. according to WWE, Otis is the world's fattest human being. And there you go. That's that's a that's an actual photo of Otis. Um, yeah, totally. Look, he, it's, in he WWE. In WWE's eyes, anyway. Yeah, he wears makeup on uh, on uh, on TV, but mm. that that is a uh, unfiltered photo. It's yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a bit bored of that joke. Yeah, uh, and it's, I think it's, it's I think it's very one dimensional, and it's a joke that you could only do for a fat man. Uh, yes. And I just think it's get it's getting really tiresome. Like I I I as much as I laugh, like the found the cult sort of. The ladder thing a bit funny at the start, mm-hmm. then they did it again at Money in the Bank, and now they're doing. Oh well, he's too heavy for anything. He's not even that heavy. No, he's not. Like, he's three hundred thirty pounds, which is one hundred seventy pounds ish less than the Big Show. Yeah, uh, it's like. But you know what he is? He, he's dense. That's what he is. He's. Dense. I think he's only about five pounds more than uh, Braun Strowman or something like that. So, I'd be surprised if he weighs less than Strowman. Let's have a look. Because when they get later on in the show and the two are standing side by side later on in the show, I'm like, oh, this okay, is yeah. so much smaller than Strowman. So Strowman is actually 50 pounds heavier. Yeah. And Strowman was in a chair a couple of weeks ago on Moment of Bliss. So Moment of Bliss, yeah. It's, it's just not that funny anymore. Like, no. hey, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat. Uh, oh, and by the way, you're fat. Yeah, uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a very repetitive joke. It's exactly lost its but shine very much so. Whatever. Yeah. And they're saying like you never climbed the ladder. You got mm. lucky. Uh, yes. Which is and true. Then, and then Otis goes, "Oh, there's lots of stuff in my briefcase. Oh, and there's a sausage in it, or a bratwurst, or something like that." And it's like <laughs> food. He likes food. Yeah. Uh, and then they showed and, and- like pictures of him from when he was younger, saying, "Hey, you weren't just fat now. You're a fat child as well. Look at you." Yeah. Oh, and by the way, you've got learning disabilities, which makes it even funnier. For some reason. Yeah. So he did an interview last week saying that he's uh, struggled with dyslexia all his life. Mm. And so WWE have gone, ha, that's hilarious. There's a Mm. fat guy with dyslexia. Let's let's sort of shame him on TV. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, But uh, yeah, towards the end of that, that segment, Miz and Morrison demanded a tag team match with Otis uh and he was saying that tucker couldn't make it to the building uh so he'd have to find a new partner so otis probably throughout the show was just saying i am once again asking for a tag team partner oh what a meme pete you're really smashing it out of the park I'm today smashing the memes but today mate the, the strangest part of this segment <laughs> uh and i believe that we <laughs> got something lined up for this but the strangest part of the segment was so otis broke the chair and yes. then towards the end, Miz is going, you're so pathetic. You can't even get a tag team partner. And then a bloke just walks in <laughs> five minutes late with a chair. And just replaces the broken chair. And then it doesn't play into anything. And mm. Miz just calls Matt. He's like, what? Why are you? Do- you're late. Why, do- why are you doing that? Mm. And then the segment just carries on and it doesn't play into anything for the rest of the show. So that is our SmackDown highlight of the week. It's this clip right here. Is willing to tag with you. What are you doing? A little bit late for that. <laughs> A little bit late for that. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> That's was, it. That was fantastic. Uh, oh, that God. guy. Oh, yeah. 
either they were supposed to do that ages ago, or mm -hmm. he was sitting at ringside watching the thing and going, oh, crap, I was supposed to replace the... Oh, no, I'll do it now. And then Miz just is like, understandably like, uh, okay. A little bit late for that. Sure. Yeah. And that was right at the end of the segment as well. That was literally as Miz was like wrapping up his promo on Otis. And then, and then he just replaces the chair and he goes, and we want a tag match later tonight. And that's the segment. It was like, why, why even bother at that point? So weird. Um, Without that finished. Yeah, that, that was a segment, wasn't it? Um, and then after that, uh, we get the brackets revealed for the Intercontinental Championship tournament, which we've spoken about. And the first match in that tournament uh, kicked off, which was Elias versus King Corbin. Um, it's really weird that this random, you know, these random brackets put these people that are feuding together. So and weird. this was a long match. Yeah, this was, it, it was. Especially when you've got... Naomi Dana Brooke next, which goes a minute or minute, a minute two. And a half. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. So as you said, the 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 brackets of stars: Nakamura, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, Brian Gulak. And we started with uh, Elias Corbin and and Brian Gulak later in the show. Did you get a glitch on yes. your feed? Was that yeah, on I think purpose? the feed just cut out. Was that on purpose? Do you think? No, because it wasn't a all. yeah. I was going to say because it wasn't a glitch. Glitch. It was just a. No. The feed. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it was a very standard match. It was uh, unsurprisingly between King Corbin, who's kind of his wrestling style is to slow down people mm -hmm. and to be a heel. And Elias, who, as much as I enjoy Elias's gimmicks, isn't the best, he isn't the most talented in ring technician, should we say. He's got about eight moves um mm -hmm. and they're all pretty same a, a lot of chin locks a lot of sort of knees and clothes lines um and the finish didn't really make a lot of sense so corbin grabs the guitar breaks it and elias who's furious at this was like do you know what i'm gonna roll you up yeah uh and he I... won with a roll up and then you sort of escaped and corbin is now facing corbin and Corbin's reward for losing this match is to face Drew McIntyre for the W Championship next week on Raw. I don't think it's a title match, but oh, is it not? It, okay, you know, but he is facing the WWE Champion next week after losing to Elias. Uh, mm. As soon as Corbin grabbed the guitar and smashed it over the pile, I was like, "Well, Elias is winning with the roll up, isn't he?" And he did. No, yeah, I just he... thought Elias was going to like uh, run wild and actually hit his finisher, but he just hit him no. with one one knee and rolled him up. Yes. Because that's the ultimate move in On WWE. SmackDown. It the is. roll up. Um, um, but uh, yeah, it, it was perfectly average. It was fine. There was nothing yeah. wrong with it. It was a bit long, but, but yeah, Elias. You know, Elias goes on to the next round. So is it King Corbin? No, it's Elias Queen. It's pretty bad, mate. Not gonna lie. I, I, I actually quite like that one. Um, but then we go backstage and Otis is walking around. He bumps into Seamus and he's like, hey, Seamus, you want to be my tag team partner? Um, and Seamus pretends to be interested. Um, and then he's like, oh, no, I don't want to be your tag team partner. So you could say that Otis really fella for that one. Yeah, I hate the fact that I smiled at that one. That was actually better than the last one. Yeah, that was actually Welcome. all right. Yeah, uh, so yeah Seamus, for some reason, like, feigned interest 
I didn't really fit his character, I didn't think, since he's come back, because he's just been a hard-ass. He should have just been like, do you want to be my tag partner? He should have been like, no, and then bro-kicked him. Like, that would have been, I think, a better fit for Sheamus, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then uh, we go backstage again, and it's Mandy going up to Otis, and Otis is like, oh, I need to find a tag partner, and Mandy's just like, oh, yeah, you know, why don't you ask Braun Strowman? He's the universal champion, and, and uh, Otis is like, it's a good idea, Mandy. Oh, yeah, yeah, my beautiful peach, my beautiful peach, yeah. It was just, uh, yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, Mandy Rose is kind <laughs> of, Mandy Rose is his sort of his little orange uh, helper who is sort of his guardian angel um, who shows him the light. So uh, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Great. I'm going to go and ask, uh, ask Braun Strowman. So, yeah um yeah which was fine uh and then there was another glitch uh and mm -hmm. then it was kind of like no one is safe again so i i feel like there was a plan to unveil who it was going to be at money in the bank mm. but then they just were like oh no we can't fit this in the show somehow uh so now they're just doing the same thing with stock stock video of people on the street um I, there, there was uh news this past week of a major storyline getting scrapped that was supposed to be like a slow building through spring to summer kind of massive mm. angle kind of like you know vince in the limo or the nexus or something like that which had to get scrapped i'm thinking it might have been the hacker because the hacker at this point has done nothing since they've revealed the sonia deville and maddie rose stuff yeah and they just keep saying every week oh the truth will be heard the truth will be heard but they really don't seem to be in a rush to do that so i'm thinking they're just kind of spinning the wheels until they can do something with it yeah because uh, apparently according to that major storyline that was scrapped it's supposedly the lack of crowd reaction is what's canned it because the crowd is apparently really important to this angle whatever it was so yeah, yeah i mean and you've kind of you imagine the writing team going every week going right so do we know what the truth is going to be yet no all right well we'll just tell them that the truth is going to be heard next week or whatever yeah. um and then we got uh, otis who finds braun uh and he's like hey do you want to be my tag team partner and Braun's like well whoa i know what this is about i've been money in the bank uh hold before are you just gonna is this just to try and get me in the ring so you can pin me and otis is like oh no no, no i'll never do that never do that um he's like oh I'll, I'll think about it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I quite like that from Braun. I like that he's yeah. not an idiot. I like that he's not just like, oh, yeah, buddy, old pal, let's go do a wrestle. Yeah, I like we're, we're both beefy suspicious. men. So, yeah. yeah, which was, I like I like that as well. It shows that he's not an idiot. Um, mm -hmm. But what, who did look like an idiot is Naomi, uh, because it's the rematch we all wanted from four weeks ago. Uh, Dana Brooke versus Naomi. Look, it's a woman's match. Um, Brooke rolled her up in two minutes completely pointless no one gets anything from this because they're not going to push Dana Brooke and Naomi who is legitimately one of the best women's wrestlers WWE has looks like a goof because she's now just lost twice to Dana Brooke yeah so and if Naomi beats Dana Brooke now it doesn't matter yeah, that's just 50-50 booking if Naomi beats Dana now. Mm. And I, I think what they were trying to do, what they were saying on commentary is like, oh, well, you know, Dana's improving in confidence now because before she was very kind of unsure and she was like, oh my God, I won? Holy crap, I can win matches. And this one, she rolled up Naomi and was just like, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. This is pretty cool. I, I can win matches now. So I think the storyline they're trying to tell 
is that Dana's improving, and I will give her credit, she is improving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, but... Outside of storyline, I think she's a much better performer now than she was. Like she, she held her own against Naomi. Naomi but, here, like there didn't seem to be a talent difference at all between the two. She, she pretty, can't pretty show perfect. that she's improving if you give her a two-minute match, which ends That's in a roll-up exactly, yeah. in which she there weren't really there was like three moves. Mm-hmm. There was her like really wrestling uh her cartwheel thing that she does. The which, springboard elbow thingy, Bob. Springboard yeah. elbow. Not a springboard, it's, I know what no, it is. No, it's yeah, it's, it's Anyway, whatever. And then Naomi tries to go up top rope. That doesn't work. And then she gets rolled up. And it's like, that didn't need to happen. Or if, you, if yeah. it did need to happen, to cut five minutes off the Elias match uh, and give it to Stick these Stick it guys. on this but one, yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. And then early in the night, we would had it announced that Charlotte Flair was going to be there because the invitational cross-brand whatever. Um, oh, brand. And she goes, I'm the hardest working woman in the industry. I have really white teeth. And I'm going to be on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live, Total Divas. Um, and the UK. And uh, AEW. Yeah. So she talks for a few minutes, says that she's tall, she's blonde, and that her last name is Flair. And then she gets interrupted by... She is a heel, isn't she? Very much so. Yeah, very, good. very heel like. And she was saying, you know, in a very heelish way, she was like, they should have a picture of me up on the wall so that everyone that walks through these doors can aspire to be like me, like really like hamming it up in the heel factor. And then she gets interrupted by the two biggest heels on SmackDown in the women's mm. division at the very least, Bailey and Sasha Banks. And they come out and they run down Charlotte Flair and they're like, I don't know if you know, but we're the role models on SmackDown. Get out of our ring, pretty much. Um, and then Charlotte just kind of tries to stir the beef up between uh, Banks and Bailey, just saying like, hey, Banks, are you okay with not being your own woman? Like, we main evented the first, uh, not the first one, we main evented Raws together. We main evented the first women's, uh, the first women's match to main event of pay-per-view was us. Uh, you know, we've had some some epic battles together, but, you know, now you're just in the shadow of Bailey. How do you feel about that? And Banks, you know, was looking a bit bit sad and a bit oh no i guess i don't really want to be my own woman uh etc uh and it kind of all just sets up uh bailey versus charlotte next week champion versus champion match it's gonna be be so weird because they're both heels and occasionally heel versus heel matches can really really work i just don't these two characters just don't seem to mesh at all I, I liked Bailey's reasoning of being like, excuse me, I'm the main role model here, get out of my ring. But I just don't think it connects in terms of an actual matchup. Like the psychology of the match is going to be really, really strange because one of them is going to have to be, you know, getting beaten down and then it kind of negates. They both have the same character. So if one of them is, you know, coming out on top of the other one, then it kind of defeats the other person's character, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a strange, strange match next week. But I am curious to see it. So, you know. There's that, I guess. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, it'll be good, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, it's kind of just it's just sort of stirring the pot for Sasha Banks to mm-hmm. turn, which it feels like the way they're definitely going now. Yes. Uh, and then we've got a Forgotten Sons promo. There you go. We're Marines. We're Marines. We're in the Army. We're Marines. And we're real means. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and do you know what? Even though it was a very short promo and that's all they pretty much said, that's more character than they've ever been given in NXT. Yeah, uh, I just don't. Nice. I just don't. I can never get on board with the whole gimmick, which is I was in the army, mm. and therefore 
that's me. Uh, and then Mora, Ms. and Morrison backstage, they say nothing and start singing. Uh, yeah, I, th I do think you missed a very brief segment there, though, oh, which I, I thought was a very funny moment on the show. Oh, very funny. Sweaty, sweaty was, Braun. Uh, Braun Strowman backstage, kind of with a, you know, like a resistance band training and just kind of getting pumped. Kayla Braxton walks over to him, just like, oh my God, Braun, you're warming up. Does that mean you've accepted Otis's uh, tag team partner? Are you going to be with him tonight in the main event? And he just goes, no, I'm still mulling it over. This is how I think. And just kept on pumping. And you know what? It was actually really funny. I laughed at that. He was very shiny. Totally. And well, he, Kayla you know, Braxton big, big is man. short. That she is. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if they, I think if they want to have. Braun be a comedy character or have comedy chops this is how he should be used very kind of short one-liners and it's just kind of he's a big gruff man and he just does don't leave me alone i like I'm, I'm broad i'm big uh that's how he should be used for comedic effect rather than you know doing the whole bye against mm. bray Wyatt. jarring very jarring uh but that i thought was very funny um yeah, you talked about the next two things. Then we got the best match on the card and the best match I've seen in bloody ages. Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. What a bloody match this was. God, I say the first best match I've seen in ages. That's a lie. Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher in NXT was amazing. Um, mm. But uh, this I thought was awesome. It was a Matt Wrestling Clinic. So many submissions. It was just the two of them just kind of going at it. You know, just friendly agreement. Let's just put this match on. Uh, Gulak like gets the Gulak in early, and Daniel Bryan only like just manages to escape. And he was like, "Oh damn, that was that was pretty close actually." And then like later on, uh, Daniel Bryan was working over his leg through the whole thing, and it all kind of culminated with these so many counters and uh, ingenious ways of getting from spot to spot to spot, and just such fluid movements through everything. Daniel Bryan hits like a inverted dragon screw. It looked mm. nasty, whatever it was, and then gets in the heel hook and makes Gulak tap. And it was an awesome match. Awesome, awesome match. And yeah, Daniel I mean, what guys? Um, you you expect them to be a lot of mat wrestling. Mat wrestling. Uh, you expect a lot of submission, uh, and you expect at some point Bryan to be dropped horribly near to oh. on top of his head. I don't God, know what that was. Yeah. It looked like he couldn't decide whether he was just doing a normal slam or whether he was doing like uh, a Michinoku driver. Mm -hmm. It it just kind of ended up as a and I like, almost <laughs> tipped him on his head. I mean, to be fair, Brian got him back a couple of minutes later with a pretty nasty looking uh, release German suplex. Yeah, but as oh, I remember God, the last the time these guys so good. The last time these guys had a match, Brian flew about halfway across the ring and landed on his neck. Also, that match, Brian's testicle fell out of his trunks. So uh, that's the that that's my fond memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was Your a great memory, great match. Um, and uh, then Renee Young comes up to Daniel Bryan, says, "Hey, Daniel, nice match, well done." Um, and he goes, "Yeah, it'd be a lot. It mean a lot for me to win. I I never lost it. I had to retire and lose the belt, uh, and I I want it to represent." the best in WWE, and I think that I am the best in WWE, which was a nice little promo. I thought it was um, a great promo. It really, it, for me, it really elevated the Intercontinental Championship a bit more, and it really showed like that he, that, he that does really people want, want it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really kind of elevated the title. Uh, and then we got another Sonya Deville promo, who apparently lives in a like a, an airing cupboard with mm -hmm. uh, Dolph Ziggler. She goes, I'm going to do Mandy. I'm going to humiliate you. Are you actually good at anything? You're only good at being blonde and pretty. Otis is fat. Uh, I'm going to ruin your life. Otis is fat. And I'm just getting started. Otis is fat. And see you next week, bitch. And Otis is fat. Of course, she had to say bitch because 
there he is. Look, that that that's 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 the thing. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it builds this again, and they're, they're having a mixed tag match next week. Uh, whatever. I thought it was a cracking promo. No, no, good I promo. I just not uh, the match is what I'm saying. Whatever, man. Yeah, uh, I'm still invested in the match. I'm I'm actually really invested in Sonya Deville right now. I think she's a superstar waiting to happen. And now that Becky Lynch is gone, I think there's room for mm. someone to kind of be the you know the biggest woman on the roster. Hopefully not Charlotte Flair. Pretty please not Charlotte Flair. And if Sonya keeps going the way she's going, she's cutting killer promos every week. The beatdown anger with Mandy looked really, really good. If she gets like a spotlight in this mixed tag match, if they pick up a win and Sonya's the one to like pin Mandy decisively and she looks good in the match, this could be a star making performance for her. I'm really excited about seeing where Sonya Deville can go from here because yep. yeah, I thought it was a it was a great way to get me excited for the match next week. No, I've always um, really I've always really liked Sonya and I really hope that this is the, the, the start of something and I hope that it's mm -hmm. not just her going, Oh Mandy, you're not good at anything, and then Mandy wins and then she's like, Oh, Mandy is good at stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then we got our main event, which it was Braun. So Braun comes out after Ms. Morrison sort of shock, taunting, really? taunting Otis a bit, like, oh, you even got a partner. Uh, this match was quick. Uh, not a lot Very to it quick. other than uh, Braun and kind of Otis just being bigger and beefier. There was a moment which I still etched into my corneas uh where Strowman does a caterpillar in which he just sort of falls and then gets up and then falls <laughs> there was no yeah. real caterpillar to it it was more like dead caterpillar um yeah otis so is very good at the caterpillar and anyone who tries to do it just reveals that they're not as good as otis Yes, uh, and again, this is your Universal Champion. I don't really want to see him doing that, but whatever. He's with Otis, so you can kind of get away with it. Uh, Strowman pins Morrison quite quickly. They celebrate together. Otis sort of does a little tease of, oh, I'm going to... I don't know what he was thinking of doing, but... Attacking he, he sort of, him? Yeah, he was I like, don't know. Uh, and it was like, what? But he put the briefcase down. The whole thing is that you hit them with the briefcase. <laughs> so I don't know what he was going to try and do, like a caterpillar on Strowman. Uh, Mandy comes out. They celebrate together. And that's the show. Otis is going, nah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah it, it was a very short match. Miz and Morrison kind of didn't really get much offense in this match, or not too much anyway. Really like one cool bit from this was Morrison kind of firing up and starting to come back on Strowman. Got cut off pretty much immediately, but just the way he was fired up and just kind of yeah. laying into Strowman, just punching him, hitting kicks and stuff. Bounced off the ropes, and he kind of did like a tilt-a-well power slam from Strowman to win the match, I thought was yeah. quite cool. Uh, one thing I didn't like was Michael Cole. Oh, to honest, trying, to, trying to describe Otis. J trying to describe Otis at the start of the match, he's like, you know, he's all fun and games and all that stuff, but he's he's a he's a deadly competitor, blah blah blah. And then he goes, well, you got to admit, he's fun to watch. And I said, no, don't use that line. Do not use that line, Michael Cole, because he used that for people like the Lucha House Party. Don't use it for Otis. It's bad by association. I'm glad. I'm glad that upset you so much. To be honest, I've really genuinely did. phased out commentary at this point. I can I can not hear it. Um, uh, I, I think also as well from the end of the show, I think they're over teasing that he's going to cash in on Braun, so he won't cash in on Braun. I do. I it's don't a, think he's going to cash in on Braun. Yeah. So it's it's either going to be that he'll tag in for a tag team title match, which is the the rumored plan, 
Or there was actually a really cool one that someone sent in uh, to an email to me recently that I read out on the NXT podcast was that he would give the briefcase to Mandy and Mandy would cash it in instead, which that, I thought makes sense for his character. That makes that makes sense. And or, or uh, there's a chance that they will get bored of voters with the with the briefcase and he'll lose it. And something. he'll just lose. Yeah, totally yeah. possible. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the show. Uh, overall, I quite enjoyed the show. I thought it was a really solid building show, not necessarily for Backlash, but for next week's show. I thought it did really, really well in setting up quite a few interesting matches. When is uh, Backlash? I'm looking... At some point. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they've set up uh, Styles versus Nakamura, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, seeing just where the rest of the IC title tournament goes is interesting to me. Uh, Bailey Banks and Charlotte. Curious to see that match next week should be good hopefully uh and just more of otis i feel like they're overexposing otis a little bit though having the whole show revolve around him i think is yeah. overdoing his uh, i don't act. mind i don't mind that on the on the fallout show to money in the bank that's fine mm -hmm. because yeah, that's it's, the, it's the one show that they should overhype him really yeah um, and i feel like he'll kind of go back into his role in the next several weeks with, with Mandy and, and he's got those mixed tag match next week. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, I, I would give it a, a solid three out of five, maybe three and a half. Um, I would I give it a four. Personally. Uh, I, I for, for a four, I would, I would have to have been like actively really enjoyed a specific part. I just thought it was a good show. Like, I didn't, I, there was no part. I was like, wow, that was really amazing. I liked the, the Brian Gulak match, but that was um, that was me for the Brian Gulak match. I was yeah. absolutely love that match. Okay, fair um, enough. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was uh, SmackDown. Uh, before we get out of here, so Andy, as you mentioned in the intro, Quizlemania happened. I don't have any eyebrows anymore. Mm. Really this is dumb. a this is a Quinell world problem. This is a well, you know, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. It's not really a, a very niche thing that would annoy me, because it would annoy a lot of people. I think not having any eyebrows, it's a bit weird. Um, it's in like a weird half stage. Like I've got some stubble on some bits, and some bits are just still not there. It's a weird, it's a weird time. Well, you know, when you go on the internet, you don't just search; you browse. Already doing the puns, huh? I say already. Yeah. This is the outro of the show, so people have already yeah. heard a few of them already, probably. Um, anyway, yeah. I, I won't get too much into the details of the life of eyebrowless me, because I did do it on the NXT podcast as well. Yeah, stop complaining. Um, yeah, I know. I would never do that. No, you never complain, mate. Speaking of complaining, we've got a That's Some World problem here. Uh, it's been sent in by Jesse. Uh, who has emailed in to say, Hi, Pete and Andy. Uh, just thought I'd send through something that really grinds my gears. It's a bit of a two-parter. So I work in retail, essential worker here, uh, on the front counter. And so, as you might imagine, there is an EFTPOS machine. Oh, man, I, an EFTPOS. An EFTPOS machine. Oh, okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw this out there right now. I don't know what country. Oh, no, it says Australia. Okay. We electronic, don't have that here. Electronics. I'm going to find out what it is whilst you talk. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming from the rest of this email, it's some sort of contactless payment thing. Um, there's a, an EFTPOS machine on that counter, and I swear to God, nobody knows how to use the pay wave function on this machine. It's also something we don't have. 
Uh, it has a clearly uh, okay, labeled. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. Electronic got? funds transfer at point of sale. So it's contactless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it says, yeah, they don't know how to use the PayWave function on this machine. It has a clearly labeled PayWave symbol at the top of the machine, but without fail, customers will hold their card on the screen of the machine, which does not work. Or they'll wave and tap the card all over the machine, and the machine will obviously beep twice and flash the try again, but customers will believe, oh, it beeped. I've paid. No, no, no. Try again. Maybe if they held the card still and near the PayWave symbol, it would work. We recently taped a paper sign that points to the spot on the machine that uh, that will work, and people still try and tap it on the screen. While the, but while this does frustrate me, do not hand me cash. COVID-19 is going around and gems can live on cash for a long time. I don't want to touch. Please use the machine and don't hold your card there. Anyway, thanks for bringing us such good content in such a strange time. Love from Swaft under Australia. Jesse. So I, I I appreciate that. I appreciate this mm. issue because there are totally. some when I go into a shop and I go to tap and they're like, oh no, sorry, it's we don't have contactless. I sort of look at them and like, are you a Neanderthal? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? I mean, and then I'll I'll finish my like a week shop and it'll be like thirty one pounds. So the limit in Britain for people who don't know it is thirty pounds. So I guess that's mm -hmm. about forty five dollars. Um. You, so you, you, anything over that, you have to put your card in and then put in your pin. Mm -hmm. um, and I still find myself tapping. Like, even when I've spent, like, 60 quid, I'm just like, oh, but can I just tap it twice? Um, <laughs> and there are some machines where the the bit that you tap is is on the side, and you don't know mm -hmm. that, so you end up tapping for ages. And then the the guy who's probably said this 400 times, they go, it's on the side. And, you, and then you're like, ah, oh, cool. And you sort of slide it down the side there. Um, but yeah, no, the little things that bring you joy, isn't it? That's I appreciate a... the problem. See, I used to work in retail, but uh, mm, we didn't have uh, – that was that was before contactless was a thing. Mm. I worked uh, probably when I was about 16, 17. Um, so I would have been – yeah, so this was eight, seven, eight years ago. Mm. Oh, that's depressing. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we, that was never never an issue. But yeah, See, uh, a lot of old people would come in with swipe cards, and then you'd go, "Oh no!" And they'd have to sign yeah. on a piece of paper, and you'd have to check yeah. the signature. Oh, times are yeah. changing, Pete. Uh, times are changing. Yeah. Funny enough, uh, when I was uh, I was working at a a game store, let's say. Might have already game. said the name of the store. Who knows? Um, and uh, yeah, during that time, it's when contactless was really kind of coming into its own. But for whatever reason, the higher ups at this company just refuse to put in contactless. They're like, no, we've re we we just don't want to do it. It's too much money to get new machines and things like that. So they just didn't do that at all. And people would always come in and they would always complain that we didn't have contactless. And I'm like, I know I'm with you. It's really annoying. It wastes our time as well. Like this is su such a terrible thing. But the funny thing is as well, while I was working that job, it's when the um, the rule came in about spending 5p on a carrier bag came into effect. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and the amount of people that were going nuts about paying 5p for a bag is so funny, especially the one that always got me was this... Uh, these two people, assuming parents, came in and they bought two consoles. They bought an Xbox and a PlayStation and they complained about paying 5p for a bag. I'm like, you just spent 350 quid 
Or more. I can't even remember how much I spent. It was probably more than that because they got games and accessories and all that stuff with it. And you're complaining about five more P. What is wrong with you? People, it, I mean, people are really the, people, people are the worst. I mean, I, I had one. So I used to work at Waitrose and for uh, American or shoppers or people who don't have Waitrose. It's kind of like it's, I would say it's it's the sort of more high end shop. It's like got all the same stuff, but they just make it more expensive so that people shopping there feel superior. Um, and a little bit of cynicism the, coming out our, from Dalton there. Our, our, the, the the whole thing I had to do, the, the whole kind of act that we we did was. Hello, sir. Hello, madam. Um, would you like any bags at all? Would you like any uh, help with your with your packing? And there was this one guy. I was like, oh, "Would you like any bags at all?" And he had maybe he was with his girlfriend and he or wife, and he they probably had obviously enough stuff to put in a couple of bags. But the whole thing is, you ask if they need bags because sometimes a lot of a lot of the people you would say, "Hey, do you like a bag?" And then they would produce a bag out of nowhere. Because they'd be like, ha, 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 I have a bag already. Aren't I the great in you? And you'd have to go, oh, you. Wow, what a great <laughs> customer you are. Look at you looking after the environment. But this guy just went, uh, well, obviously, yeah, I'm not going to carry it on my head. What a stupid question. And his girlfriend <laughs> laid into him. It was, I was just kind of like, wow. His girlfriend was like, he was just asking a question. Why do you have to be like a, a swear word about it? <laughs> And it was, and he, and you could sort of see him go, "Oh, sorry, darling, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's customers like those who make retail horrible, and then customers like his girlfriend who make it quite nice. Because there's going to be some mm -hmm. people who are nice. There was one lady, this um, American lady, came up to me, and we just got chatting, and she mentioned that she was in a like a soul choir, and. Uh, she was. She said to me, "Do, do you? I'm not going to do a voice. Do you sing?" I was like, uh, "Well, sometimes a bit." And she was like, "Oh, because you've just got the most amazing talking voice." And I was like, uh, "Right, okay." And like, "Oh yeah, you should. Do you, I, can, I can tell you all about my choir if you if you want to join it." I was like, "Oh yeah, great. I really want to be be in that." Because you, you can't you can't just stand there and go no. No. And there was one lady who offered me tickets to her her husband's play, which was debuting that evening. I was like, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm busy. Oh no, busy. I'm busy. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got a Datsun World problem. If you want one, it's a, it's, oh, quarantine, go, yeah. it's quarantine flavored. Right, here we go. Uh, so one of the things that I've been doing to pass the hours is mm -hmm. uh, jigsaw puzzles. I bought myself a thousand piece puzzle. It's like a sort of antique. Uh, 2D globe, so it's got like two sides of the Earth because obviously the Earth is flat, uh, but it's got two sides. Totally. Yeah. And um, I was doing it for maybe three hours last night, and I, I'm getting I'm getting pretty far. I'm, I'm sort of I feel like my brain works quite well with puzzles um, mm -hmm. for some reason, but my issue is that because I'm concentrating so hard that my entire face seizes up. Because I'm staring at the puzzle, yeah, and then I finish after I've sort of finished two hours later, and I have to like grab my face for podcast says now I'm grabbing my face and sort of have to massage my face for about five minutes before <laughs> bed because my entire face is so stiff because you've got doing. A you've puzzle. got such an you've got such an intense concentration face. Generally, I've been concentrating so hard looking at like right, so there's a line there in that piece 
and I'm looking at the box thinking, right, that's got to be, it has to be there. Right, okay. And then afterwards, it's like when you've been playing a video game for ages and you realize that you haven't blinked for like 10 minutes. I don't know <laughs> if you do that as well, but I find that I'll be playing a video game so intently that I'll finish and just have to blink and pour water into my eyes because I they've completely dried up and I can't blink anymore. Yeah, yeah, I have a very intense concentration phase as well. When I get super into something, yeah, it's 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 a it's a bad time. Uh, I've just got one more email. I'm just going to read out before we uh, head out, awesome. here, which I thought is a quite funny one, uh, which is uh, an email from a guy called Andy. Um, not this one. You're welcome. Uh, who says, uh, gentlemen, on browsing for elite action figures, I came across thetoyshop.com. It would appear the N on their keyboard is not working, so they went for the next best next best option. Don't know why this made me laugh so much. Uh, and then he's attached two pictures uh, of these uh, toys. WWE superstar Maya Jax. <laughs> and uh, WWE superstar Shinsuke Makamura. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it says Shinsuke. Yeah, so the N clearly works. Nakamura. Maybe it's just a, the capital N doesn't work. That's what it is. So here's a, an interesting one. Um, so there is a game, an internet game called Scribble.io, where basically yes. it's uh, it's Pictionary, but you can play mm -hmm. with lots of friends. Um, and But it's spelt S-K-R-I-B-B-E-L, I think, .io. Mm -hmm. But if you tell someone scribble.io and they type in S-C-R-I-B-B-L-E.io, mm -hmm. do you know what it redirects to? It redirects to lovehoney.co.uk, which is a adult toy and lingerie shop, much to the surprise of lots of people who I played with the other day. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's scribble.io. So obviously they go, okay, scribble.io. And then it kind of yeah. goes to about 10 different links. It sort of... <laughs> Go through, and then suddenly, just on the Love Honey homepage, That's which hilarious. is a strange hack, uh, I yeah. guess. Um, but yeah, all I, all I heard was someone just giggling and going, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I've just got to Love Honey. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you want to try that, if you, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good prank actually. It's a pretty good prank actually. Yeah, let's play some Scribble.io. It's just Scribble.io, guys. Just go to yeah. that go to that site. Uh, anyway, that is probably all the time we've got for this episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday for the Raw podcast, and then we're back to normal with AEW and NXT and SmackDown next week. We're in the build to Double or Nothing next week as well, so expect some sort of coverage around that too. Thanks for listening, everyone. I love you all. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.